Hello everyone, Loremaster of Sotek here, and this, today's episode of Lorebeards is not kind of, I, I don't really consider it a real episode of Lorebeards, you can kind of think of this as like a bonus episode, um, because uh, Nathan won't be joining us today, uh, he's taking some uh, time off from streaming to do some other stuff, uh, and uh, just, you know, take care of himself, which I think is smart for anyone to do, uh, frankly, <laughs> you know, when you're in this kind of uh, um, job, it's it's much much better to take care of yourself and not push yourself uh so he's doing what he needs to do but i didn't want to just leave y'all um completely without anything uh for a while especially because i don't think we've had a lore beard for the last two weeks which was mostly my fault uh so we i decided to go ahead and come on anyway today and but i'm not alone <laughs> i've got it disney with me how you doing man pretty good pretty good uh yeah times are times are interesting right now yeah they are and and we'll we'll talk a bit about that uh but uh we uh Anticity is someone who uh, i know pretty well uh consider him a good friend and uh we're gonna talk about a number of things relating to uh total war warhammer mainly like i said this isn't gonna be a normal episode of uh of uh Lordbeard, so you know we're not gonna be doing tale of two gamers we're not gonna be doing who would win or any of that because you know <laughs> um but uh, uh what we will be doing is talking quite a bit about total war warhammer especially the multiplayer aspects of it uh, but also the campaign as well because intensity does both um i watch a lot of his campaign streams <laughs> and then uh we will also be uh having a section where we just kind of answer questions from people who are watching live uh, because I think that will be fun. But the main thing here is that we will be um, talking uh, about kind of the past, present, and future of Total War. But we're going to be just, you know, having fun with it and um, uh, talking about mostly positive stuff. Uh, because it just seems like everyone's kind of wrapped up in a ball of uh, negativity at the moment. We're going to see if we can pop that a little bit. <laughs> relieve some pressure from that wound so uh real quick um uh, oh there is a very important message in chat that i do have to point out though which is from professor pone who says please tell intensity to stop beating me in tournaments it's very important <laughs> all right i'll do my best <laughs> focus on a, a few more campaigns that should do it yeah um so uh let's start with um, so intensity there, the multiplayer, uh, has gone through some changes lately and I've been, I've been wanting to talk about this in a lore beards, but we, we keep like, I, I had a week off and then Nathan had to travel, I think, uh, two weeks ago. So like, we haven't been able to get together since the new patch, uh, really came out, um, and talk about the multiplayer aspects. So I'm going to talk to you about it. <laughs> um, how have you been feeling about the multiplayer with patch 1.1? start off with the with the game specifically i think the game amazing i love the multiplayer um actually i think i enjoy uh both playing both systems um in terms of land battles there was always like a few problems there on like higher levels where um people were more incentivized to cheat because of like not not cheat, but play really close to the edge of the rules. Yeah. Um, mm. And then the new the new changes uh, really help for with domination mode. And one point one just cleaned up everything so that it's I, I would say the meta itself is 
pretty like it's pretty average for what I saw in Warhammer 2. Mm. I don't think it's like way worse. And then I would put I would put it like fairly fairly up there, except for the fact that there's only seven factions instead of a million. Yeah. Uh, so okay, let's start with land battles. What what yeah. what what is the landscape um, right now with land battles? As far as like uh, who's doing well, what kind of interesting strategies have you seen coming out, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, land battles are are interesting because uh, it does have a different meta has a different meta than than domination mm. so like you see uh Cathay doing a lot better because they rely on their formations and sort of a lot of units supporting each other um and like a lot of the a lot of the slower factions generally they tend to do a lot better there just because um domination really incentivizes like speed and maneuvering mm. so mostly like Cathay and Nurgle enjoy land battles quite a bit um but yeah, overall, it's... Uh, sorry, I don't know if you were asking about factions or, like, tournament oh, hosts. Either. You can you can uh -huh. take... You can branch that wherever you'd like. <laughs> Whichever yeah, you find like, more tournament hosting right now is sort of weird for land battles. Um, there are, I haven't actually seen too many tournaments um, hosted for it. There's been, like, a few here and there. But, like, turns mainly doing uh, domination, especially with 1.1. Hmm. And then uh, for me, I'm doing like uh, sort of uh, an offshoot of land battles, which is like hybrid maps. So you have the capture points, but you don't reinforce. So Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Essentially just land battles with cap points, um, which is like it's close to land battles, but it has its differences. So there's a bit, there's a bit going on there. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you think mm, that's actually really interesting? Because I know a lot of the... Um... I know there was like a, a decent little part of the like Warhammer two multiplayer community that seemed to like, just, just hate <laughs> domination. Um, and do, has that opinion shifted? Do you think, or is it just that they're still playing Warhammer two and are not playing land battles in Warhammer three? I think, uh, well, from what I can tell, they're, they're not a lot of the people that mostly hate domination aren't really playing playing that much multiplayer at all oh okay think, well that, that could be it too <laughs> yeah there's like i know i like uh what's it? in terms of like the actual the actual like climate of multiplayer mm -hmm. um it did there definitely was a pretty big split uh i don't see too many people that really enjoy both modes it's like very divisive yeah mm -hmm. but um uh but yeah like it mostly seems like things are sort of shifting towards domination. Um, and then a lot of people are, you know, they, they're going on breaks. But in terms of, like, uh, just looking at Turin's tournaments, you can still get a lot of signups. Uh, so on that front, I would say domination is, is looking uh, pretty healthy on that front. Okay, well, that's good. And, I mean, I know for me, I'm curious what, about your thoughts on this now that, like, there's been a long time, uh, you know, a good few months or a good couple of months to really play um, the new modes and stuff. I, at least for me as a player and viewer, like, I find myself much more enjoying Domination because there's, like, there's clear objectives and it's a lot easier to follow what's going on uh, rather than just... Um, it, it, maybe not easier to follow what's going on but it's i i tend to find just a killer be killed strategy format 
with with Warhammer specifically to not be as entertaining as like domination where we're having like okay there's clear objectives that you're competing for and there can be like interesting strategies um uh, to take them out um and it also just seems a lot more forgiving um whereas like a pure land battle situation seems like it's either like micro or die or that your build is so good that even if your opponent micro is hard enough there's just nothing they can do about it yeah i think it's uh on the forgiving front i think it's it's more forgiving than land battles but uh in for from from my experience if you make a couple mistakes like um i think it's in the sense it's more forgiving because the armies are larger like mm -hmm. you you throw more on the board so if you lose a thousand gold worth of units it's a smaller percent of your army um in that sense but actually like um what what i'm starting to see now is that if you make like one big misplay other players can just abuse that or not like abuse that but they can take advantage of that for the rest of the game mm. and still carry out uh, a victory uh, which i think is good um but like uh, larger army sizes in general i i think like for me um it i it's definitely two different games i still enjoy both like modes right. mm -hmm. um although uh, although i have said that i don't plan on hosting land battle tournaments because i'm trying out hybrid to see if that works as a good alternative but um but yeah for domination it's uh i i like i would see the way um i compared it before is that domination is much more of a um decision making type game mode while uh land battles are more of a micro intensive game mode that's okay that's a fair way to put it yeah um uh it, it it is really interesting seeing them play out and um I, I i do think that uh it'll definitely be one of those things that's going to be fascinating once mortal empires hits about how the different races divide because I, I i don't think there's any situation i i really don't foresee a future where there's going to be one race that like dominates both modes i imagine it's going to be different races tend to swing harder um just depending on what they're good at because because one thing you pointed out that i definitely agree with is that domination is so much more rewarding for having like part like a lot of maneuverability to try and you know take advantage of your opponent not defending their points or a point uh, or like capture them faster and stuff like that whereas land battles it's much more about you know maximizing the synergy with your army which you know cathay very explicitly takes advantage of uh and um is also great for an army like nurgle especially nurgle that that heal spell of his is like insane uh if you can blob <laughs> because it just it, it's i i did i i made it i think 90 percent of the way through my legendary kugoth campaign before i realized that overcasting that spell would hit everybody because my brain yeah. just assumed that it would only hit like four units like the vampire counts mm -hmm. and it was like Oh, this is much stronger than I thought it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it—it it makes it is—it is vampire counts and steroids. Yeah, I like and Crazy. like it's a super expensive spell, so it's not like you could spam cast it. But uh, like, damn, that is a <laughs> that is a hefty army wide heal uh, if you if you use it correctly. But. Um, uh, one thing um, uh, I was kind of curious if if you feel up to some speculation, 
have you thought about um what like if you had to pick like what let's say like a top three of the armies from war uh warhammer one and two for each mode who who are you the most excited to see come into those modes uh, i guess i'll start off with uh with domination um i think i think skirmishers in general have shown themselves to be really good really good <laughs> mm. because um if you look at if you look at warhammer 3 only one faction has proper skirmishers that being kislev and that makes them really a notch above the best or above the the rest yeah mm. um just because uh just because it it offers up a lot of different like uh well it's it's just a very it's a very strong style in general um and i think in warhammer 2 you'll see a lot of the kite factions doing very well uh specifically like high dps kite so i think wood elves mm -hmm. are going to be amazing in domination and i think uh let's see i don't know High elves are high elves are like low DPS kite. I feel like they wouldn't actually be as good, but probably dark elves. I would say would just be, uh, w like one of the one of the top factions in domination. Yeah, what what elves in particular? I think about as far as like between they have in you're right they have insanely good skirmish, um, a lot of like stealth units that can do devastating damage. Like I I can't even imagine how horrifying way watchers are gonna be in domination. Um, reload them yeah and um but at the and then like but they also have like excellent guard units like with treekin and treeman and stuff that'll be able to just sit on an objective and be like i may not be able to kill you off the objective but you're not going to kill me off this objective <laughs> it's like come at me um it, it's it's going to be so interesting to to see how everyone tries to deal with what else because uh, the, the Warhammer three factions in particular, you, you, I think a point that you have that I agree with is that they do feel cut from a very different cloth as far as like how they function. Um, mm -hmm. Warhammer two in particular did feel very skirmish heavy between like lizard men, uh, dark elves, uh, the wood elf update, uh, um, uh, high elves like have quite a bit of, uh, uh, high elves are they're so weird because like they're very flying based which in domination is actually not going to be very helpful. Um, that's actually going to be a problem for high elves. I think is that they can't capture objectives with any of those flying units. So they're going to have to rely on um, a lot of, um, I guess their cavalry, but their cavalry doesn't really hit that hard unless you have low armor. But, um, but okay. So you've said, you've said, so, but high elves do have a lot of options though. Uh, what else you get? You got one more for a top three. Yeah, I've been I've been combing through. I was, I think. Oh boy, <laughs> because there's a chance that some slow faction will be insane. Yeah. Uh, like I think there, there's a chance dwarves could be really good, but like in a vacuum. Yeah, it's. A, I've it's I've noticed a, I've noticed a lot of the domination maps um, seem unfortunately designed so that because i i've thought to myself like oh it'd be really nice if you could like just get if you had like a lot of war machines you could just pull out a war machine while defending an objective and have it shoot from its objective but a lot of them seem very specifically designed so you can't do that 
Like they don't, there's like terrain and stuff in the way. Yeah. And uh, actually that, that reminds me, one of the top picks that I had that I thought of way, way before, Skaven. Mm. I think Poison Wind Mortars over the terrain. Oh yeah. Just like that, that map control that they give, the very high DPS, that's, uh, I, I, that could be terrifying, the speed. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the all the Clan Eshin units, like, so mm-hmm. much, like, they have so much variety of stealth units. Most armies yeah. have, like, oh, our stealth unit is good at shooting, or our stealth unit is generally garbage, but hey, it's stealth. So that's, that's good in and of itself. Skaven's, like, we have nearly a quarter of our faction's options are amazing, <laughs> and they are also stealth. <laughs> um, but, uh, but... I mean, yeah, Skaven do seem like they could potentially be absolutely just terrifying. I mean, Death Runners alone um, really, really seem like that will be interesting. Uh, but I think about like Bretonia. Bretonia's got like so much maneuverability. Um, though at the same time, I don't know how Bretonia is going to reliably deal with like a lot of range skirmish. Um, but I don't know, like they were able to deal with it a bit in Warhammer 1 and 2. Yeah, a lot of it was like rushing them down, which gets to like going into your enemy's capture points. So like Wood Elves could just kite back with Way Watchers and then spawn some spears. Mm. Which, so like uh, factions that rely on catching the enemy, I think they would have the hardest time transitioning. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, I'm, I'm curious, especially when we get like lizard men and, um, uh, lizard men, like warriors of chaos, Norska, like, I'm really curious how like the big monster mash factions are going to do. Cause we don't, we don't really have a monster mash faction in Warhammer three, unless you count like ogres, but they're not the same. <laughs> it's, it's not well, the same. You're talking like big, big, like mammoths. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be curious to see. Like, I imagine that's not going to be super successful because it's like it's very hyper focused. But I don't know. Yeah, like Nurgle sort of has that um, with the great unclean ones. Mm. I would say like probably lizardmen could could pull it off. I think because I mean lizardmen do have that kind of distinct advantage of that a lot of their monsters are like pretty heavily armored. And they have a lot of cheap monsters too. You know, it's not it's not just like because I, I feel like a lot of the issue with demons um for monster mash is that their monsters are very expensive. Um and while they're good, they also just don't tend to have much in the way of armor. So they're very exposed to like pretty cheap missile fire or even just cheap units uh can hurt them over time. Whereas like, you know, Lizardmen, you could literally just run like feral bastilodons and stegodons, and they are really tough for very few amount of points mm-hmm. but i don't like, uh oh, yeah, no, like just playing as corn mm-hmm. i i've definitely thought to myself i would rather have a carnosaur than uh than a bloodthirster right yeah. now <laughs> like, uh, for like two stegodons for one bloodthirster so yeah that's a steal man that's a steal <laughs> but uh yeah i'm so so uh so okay so we we We've, we've done domination and it, it seems that you're, the, the final list was kind of somewhere along the lines of dark elves, wood elves and Skaven, which I think is really good. I think literally the only other army I could see maybe potentially being up there would be like empire. Um, 
uh, for those who know how to use them, um, I don't know, they, they seem like they've got pretty devastating skirmish uh, missile fire, which is what, they've got so much variety in their, like, cav. Um, and plus, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm very suspicious that there's going to be an Empire update very quickly in this game, because they're just, they're main character boys, so, like, you know they're gonna get something. <laughs> they're they're gonna get something. Um, and plus, I think you know we uh, Na I know Nathan's talked about they found that Marienburg land ship in the the game files. So it's like, I I don't know what it would do. It's like I don't know. Like, is it just a bigger steam tank? Because that's all it was in tabletop. <laughs> it was just it was just a steam tank, but instead of like where the steam tank had, uh, um, like stupid amount of armor and a stupid amount of health and like dragon level stats the marienburg landship was like well, what if we just made everything tens instead of everything sixes <laughs> so it's more like a chaos mammoth with cannons instead of just a dragon with cannons but uh if it's a ship i'd love to see it have side shots sort of like how um the the cathay balloons shoot from all directions if oh this yeah yeah one just shot left to right that could be yeah it it uh I, I i it should it should it it um but it, yeah it it had a just the dumbest profile it was so silly like because it would like when it fought other monsters you'd have to like roll on a table and it had like a weird boarding action attack it was super it was very bizarre but um okay so so going over to land battles with with the the way the game has shifted and stuff and with these new factions are there are there any factions that you're like super particularly excited that you think are going to really like kick land battles back into a lot of people's interest coming from the old game from wait so you're saying old game mm -hmm. coming in changing mm -hmm. land battles which i guess uh, is kind of a stupid question because that was like the focus of game okay hold on, hold on let me change the yeah. question let me change the question uh, so I, I was thinking about this last night. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore that part. Let's just pretend sure. I only asked that about domination because that actually made sense. Um, so something I was thinking about is that there's, you know, there's been some pretty serious overhauls to the way the game works, uh, most notably in the magic department. So one thing I wanted to ask is, have you thought about, um, and if so, I'm curious what your thoughts on which lores of magic are you the most interested to see in the new system? because they'll have to go through some changes as far as how they operate, how much they're worth and everything. Um, because uh, when I was doing the math in my head last night, I think the only lores of magic that are not in game three are all of the like faction specific lores. Um, what? Uh, high magic and dark magic or well, dark magic is faction specific, but high magic is lizardmen and high elf. So I guess I'll, but anyway, um, and light, because I think the lore of light is not in game three. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the other seven main ones are. Um, so I, it, uh, I'm curious, um, are there any lores of magic that you think could potentially be like drastically different from how they performed in one and two with the, the, the new system? Yeah, I think uh, in, in general, I think magic is overall a little bit weaker because of the changes mm. um they fixed a bug that was giving extra damage yeah, so, <laughs> the, yeah that'll happen yeah no more uh yeah oh poor old um pendulum just jesus that was <laughs> well so pendulum was just a different thing oh okay 
Yeah, so like they standardize the damage so it's even for units that get hit. Pendulum, just the number was just way oh, too Oh, okay, hard. so you're, sorry. You're talking about magic yeah. in general from like yeah. two to three, not specific mm -hmm. spell. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Burning Head is, uh, the numbers didn't get changed, but it does less damage now um, because it doesn't, uh, there was like a weird knockdown thing. I don't think it's even been figured out yet. <laughs> like I talked to some modders and they gave up. <laughs> like, nah, it's not worth it. But uh, yeah, so like that, that's what I've got fixed. I think the one thing, one thing that I saw, Lord Croak got buffed. His numbers, like his actual damage numbers, they increased it. Um, if you look at like the, the unit description panel thing. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> out of all the lores of magic, that's the one that I actually really want to see. What? <laughs> what? So, okay. So Lord Croak yeah. in game three is yep. going to be stronger than he was in game two. He he might be because well because the the knockdown damage has changed, but like he definitely the number in the game files is higher. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I'm, I'm, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's, he'll be that's, that, that's gonna be interesting. Well, I mean, to be fair though, like Lord Croak, I've always felt that like it's just not as big of a deal if his damage is high in the sense that like there. There's a long time for you to go, oh, Croak's casting a spell at me. I guess I should move out of the way. And you have time to think that thought and still issue the orders and potentially dodge it. <laughs> um, so, uh, but um, I, do, do you think any of the lores will um, like be like dramatically better or worse in, in the new system? I would say... Uh... Oh, actually, okay, a lot of the, they changed a lot of direct damage spells that hit multiple units, like Buna and so on. Mm, do you think that um, might affect Soul Stealer? Uh, well, like, Soul Stealer is actually, I would say, pretty weak now. Oh. It seems very, like, not meta, just because of um, all the changes. Mm. Uh, before, it was a good anti-healing tool. Now, because it spreads its damage out, it sort of uh, sort of lost that job. But other spells became a lot more useful. Like Buna can two-shot a unit of like Longmo Riders, mm. which is very useful as like oh, just yeah. like a undodgeable spell. So um, I would say like I would say I would expect a lot of changes to spells, but like I can't really know um, how things like how how the numbers actually play out. Uh, but it seems like there are, there will be a lot of new faces once all the new lores come in, uh, which is very exciting. <laughs> will, will we finally see the rise of the the lore of stealth <laughs> for the Skaven? <laughs> that lore that everyone oh, forgets is in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good old. <laughs> Let's see. They got the ninja stars. They have two vortexes. One doesn't do damage, so I guess that's not changed. Yeah, yes, the 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 push you away yeah. spell. <laughs> yeah which conceptually is cool it just in multiplayer like in single player i have found that spell can be very useful in multiplayer people are like i'll just go around it <laughs> someone will figure something out like uh someone's moving towards a point you plop that down right yeah. just pure disruption yeah oh, yeah, uh, yeah it'll be uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe rework the spell so it's just the size of the point <laughs> so you could just stop them from getting on it for a minute um, it would actually be awesome if yeah. they increased it to be that big uh, let's see. There's also the there's also what the missile resistance and armor spell. Yeah. <laughs> um, which 
which okay. if there's one thing i've learned from watching a lot of your kind of like short clip videos it's that buff and debuff spells are so much shittier than i thought they were <laughs> like I, Yo, my I, brain my brain sees numbers and it goes oh that must be good and then i watch your video and i'm like wow these are all trash <laughs> some people some people still argue that they're strong but i ran a thought experiment uh the other night where basically a, a mate like a mid-range unit 800 gold right unit of saurus mm. generally they'll get like 600 gold after the battle if the buff lasted the entire game and like gave them 50 percent more damage that means that the spell gave you 300 gold it <laughs> essentially killed a unit of goblins man which, yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> I, and that's best case. It doesn't last that long. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a discussion needs to be have had with uh, the the devs as far as like either these spells need to last a much longer period of time on average, or the best just need to be way bigger <laughs> on a, on a uh, general scale. Because like they they Almost like when I look at them, my brain does like super stupid levels of like basic math of like that number is a notable percentage of the number I already have. Therefore this must be good. And that's just not how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's there's like, there's a ton of factors that make them weaker. Not to mention like AOE is really good at abusing bad AI too. Mm. Yeah. Um, like even Nakari's literal times two damage ability. I think that's almost getting there. I think if CA keeps going that direction, then then we could we could see it. Yeah. See some buff spells. Uh so which by the way, uh if y'all haven't, make sure to check out Intisity's YouTube channel because it like there's so much educational content on there and he even does it like in bite-sized chunks. So it's not even like most YouTubers where you have to watch 10 minutes of them rambling so that they can hit their ad revenue spot. <laughs> like he literally just has like these little 30, 30 second <laughs> things that it's like, it's very nice. Um, so be sure to check that out, uh, whether you're listening or uh, watching this live. But um, <clears throat> okay, so so let's kind of throw Mortal Empires to the side for a bit. Um, so as far as the game three is concerned somebody asked what about rune magic ah <laughs> oh man i don't even uh i don't even know what to think about that as far as like multiplayer in game three is gonna be concerned because it's not really magic it's you know it's it it's pretend magic it's <laughs> it's they just oh, filled up your ability slots <laughs> but uh, i i mean it'll be good because it's free yeah. so but anyway, um, what, um, so let, let's talk a little bit about game three as far as, um, one of the things that, um, has definitely been coming up a lot is how people are like feeling about the game in general. And, and I, I'm curious for someone that plays a lot. I mean, you play a lot. You play more than I do by significant margin, which is a lot. <laughs> so, uh, and you play a lot of multiplayer and single player. And you could feel free to separate those into separate categories if you want. Want, but how how are you currently feeling about the about the game? Yeah, uh, I will say um, uh, the worst part, the wor the absolute worst part about the game for me right now unfortunately is is the community 
<laughs> rather than the actual game multiplayer yeah. and uh and campaign um in terms of like the actual game itself like community aside um I, yeah we'll, we'll come back it. to them yeah but the but the game itself no i love it it's like like i i enjoy warhammer 2 because it's existed for a long time and has a million dlcs but warhammer 3 is great there's like mm. tons of new factions there's a whole new map um uh, multiplayer is fun it's dynamic uh it's i think there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of like the play style is different uh where like you know if, if you have a nurgle he plays very tight formations right some people don't like that i think a lot of players uh in my own clan they really like kite play styles mm. and warhammer 3 only one faction can do that. yeah so it's, <laughs> it's like the anti-kite yeah. uh group of races yeah yeah, so like uh I like you know, there's like so variety there's less variety, but that's to be expected, obviously. Mm. Um but like yeah, no, I I think uh so the question the question was was just my thoughts on, yeah. on Warhammer so, Yeah, general, uh, are there any yeah. like standout things about uh, about the game for you right now, whether in single player or multiplayer? Uh that that I enjoy or that I don't enjoy. It, it could be either. <laughs> anything. Yeah. I think uh like well actually with 1.1 I think the current campaign that I'm playing right now is is very fun having having the uh the portals be an optional but tempting goal to go for oh yeah it's huge really difference fun. huge difference <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like uh like cuz before the patch it was like okay I am playing the portal campaign mm. now it's like it's like yeah it's and like I'm constantly making choices every time they pop up, and then I'm building the the building to to prevent them from spawning. I think that like the game the game feels like full now, like uh like it has yeah it, ha I, it has all the pieces now. I, I would like, agree that it is by far the most substantive change. Mm -hmm. Um, I I finished my first legendary campaign yesterday with Kugoth, uh, which is a very difficult campaign <laughs> kugoth kugoth is a is a his start position is rough um because of that that exposed ocean you have uh uh to kislev and the dwarfs but um i uh um being able to decide where the portals would appear actually ended up being much more careful decision making than i thought it would be like I kind of expected it just to be every time I take a province, I would just build that so I don't have to deal with it. But I found myself constantly going like, okay, because I'm playing on legendary, like I, and I'm really wanting to like get my, all the uh, demon print souls I need. Like I need to get to a portal quickly when they appear so that I can take advantage of them super duper fast. So if I build these in every one of my territories, the, the nearest portal is going to be very far away. <laughs> so there were like genuine times where I was like not building that building in like some territory that I knew Kugoth was going to be around um, or even destroying that building um, or thinking about destroying it. Um, that way Kugoth could just immediately jump in and peace out. Um, but it, not having to deal with those guaranteed showing up in every province, it, it's, it's, it's crazy how big of a difference that has made for my enjoyment of the campaign. Mm -hmm. like especially uh on higher difficulties where you don't want to just have armies 
just hanging around mm. just for base defense. Yeah. Um, but like right now, I, I can easily enjoy the campaign a ton. Although, I do, I do want, I miss the old difficulty of Warhammer 2 because they didn't make it easier. Um, but that's what modding's for. So actually, I got I uh, I contacted one of my clanmates, or he contacted me, and said that he can make uh, like return return of the AI cheats from Warhammer Two, amp up their aggression and like double the unit sizes. And that's like, I feel like you're the only person in the world that wants that. <laughs> like what? So, yeah. What a masochistic desire. <laughs> Just that's like true. in terms of literally everyone that I've seen, yeah. It's a very uncommon stance. <laughs> like I, it's like I beat legendary for the achievement, and I'm like, all right, I'm never, I'm never touching that difficulty again. Like I, I enjoy very hard, hard, but like legendary, very hard. Oh god, <laughs> like drives me just. It's too much. It's too much. But um, um, that's good though. Um, and uh, I, I have found that I'm much in the same boat as you as far as like like is the game perfect no but i i do very 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 much enjoy it um it's it's a different experience but i think that's why i'm enjoying i i don't know about you but i personally feel that if it was just like crappier mortal empires like it was just the exact same experience as mortal empires right so like there was no rift system there was no demon prince race and it's just like conquer a certain amount of territory and you're done um, I feel like I would be having substantially less fun personally um, right now just because of not having all of the different races and not having all of the, the exact same map. I think like the tools that I have available at the moment, the Demon Prince race for me is like, oh, okay, I can like actually enjoy this because I'm doing something different for now. And am, am I eventually going to burn out on it? Probably. But um, like I've only beaten the, I've, been having a pretty good time with it i've played multiple campaigns um and i'm still like really excited to start my next one um because i don't i don't know I, I i feel like there's this weird disconnect between people that are able to enjoy the experience in a vacuum like enjoy it just for what it is versus people who are just constantly like in the mindset of man, I really want this to be what I was doing in Warhammer 2, and it's, it's just not that, and it's not meant to be that, and it's really bad at being that because, you know, it's not, it's not what it was. It's not what it's designed to be. Yeah, like Warhammer like Warhammer 2 Mortal Empires is sort of the, the ultimate sandbox. Mm. Uh, in Warhammer 3, if I think... Yeah, like without all of the other factions, would it be that that great of a sandbox? Like I don't know, but I, I don't think it's it also would. Mod, dude. <laughs> like it's yeah. it 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 doesn't it feels like it. One of funny enough, one of my complaints with Warhammer Three is I actually feel it's a little too sandboxy, the the Realm of Chaos campaign because it feels like they want you to play a narrative, right? They're like, Hey, we want you like, there's, there's a specific story or uh, mission you're trying to accomplish. And it feels much more kind of in your face than the narrative from Warhammer two felt for me personally, because you cannot, um, like the vortex campaign. It did not feel like you were playing like a true narrative. It felt like you were playing 
basically mortal empires and then you would just get randomly interrupted every 25 to 50 turns or however fast your your resource of uh, the vortex material was where the game would be like hey you're gonna get attacked by some random horde armies and then you'll get a cutscene. <laughs> and you're like oh okay um but like you were you, you know it, it wasn't you didn't have to do anything you would just kind of react to being attacked by this like mysterious race that would pop up whereas in warhammer 3 you're the aggressor and it feels much more like okay i am doing something and if anything i i kind of find myself almost irritated when the game transitions to like oh okay you're waiting between the uh portal timers so now being a being a pseudo sandbox for 20 turns um, where you're just kind of like hanging in there. And I, I kind of find myself wishing there were more story objectives um, that I could focus on uh, because I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't find the empire building to be the satisfying aspect of Warhammer three. Yeah. I think for me, I, I do enjoy a, a bit of empire building here and there. Mm. Um, it's mostly, it's mostly just suffering. It's, <laughs> it's my jam. Yeah. So like, yeah, any customization that lets me do that is mostly what gets me happy. But like, I think, I don't think it's a terrible thing to have, to have this campaign um, as like a directed campaign, because yeah, the vortex, the vortex is like halfway there, mm. and then eventually, once we get mortal empires, then people have the choice, uh, and then, and then it should be good. And like, um, I don't know. I haven't talked to enough. Have you talked to anyone that has? Uh, like people who aren't as integrated with the community and their thoughts on the, yeah, the I've, portal campaign. I, I've had quite a few folks um, come by like streams or that I've had the chance to speak to who like don't, they, they did not play Warhammer 2. Like they have zero experience with it. Warhammer 3 is their first experience. And for a lot of them, it's like a fairly, it's, it's much more positive overall. Um, the, 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 the most annoying thing they'll say, honest to God, is they'll play and they'll go, so I was playing this game and then I like met some people and they told me about this thing called mortal empires and said that I should just wait until it comes out. It's like, I mean, <sighs> like I can see where they're coming from, but like Jesus, um, <laughs> that's like, it, it just happens a lot. Um, but like, I, I will say they are a minority because it, it does feel like most people that would really be interested in Warhammer three, um, that did not know or didn't play Warhammer two is either people who have game pass and are like, I have no idea what this is, but it's shiny. So I guess I'll try it. Um, and then in, in within that group, you're going to have a very small group of people who are like, Oh, it's a strategy game. I enjoy this. Cause let's just be honest strategy is kind of a niche market you know not not a lot of people can struggle with strategy games um and total war is also not the easiest of strategy games um it's not the hardest by any means in my opinion but it's also not the easiest um but i i i i have met quite a few people who play the game in a vacuum and enjoy it and if they didn't, the number the number one complaint would always be that the chaos rifts are like really interrupting my experience. But since patch one point one, that's 
not a thing anymore. Um, granted, I do feel like the game, um, I don't know if the devs have done this, but I feel like if you are playing it with the tutorials turned on, the game should explicitly point out that building <laughs> and be like, if you don't want the rifts in your territory, build this building. <laughs> um, and the game does feel much, much friendlier to new people than Warhammer 2 was. Like that, it's so undeniable, it's not even funny, that Warhammer 2 is much more unforgiving um, as far as like learning how to play it. Um, and I, I'd have to check the numbers, but I would be very, very surprised if you were to compare Warhammer 1 and Warhammer 2 at similar points in their timelines. I think a vastly higher percentage of the player base in Warhammer 3 has actually finished a campaign compared to the Warhammer 2 audience or Warhammer 1. God forbid Warhammer 1. Warhammer 1 campaigns were brutal because it was just purely painting the map and the vast majority of the player base never finishes a paint the map campaign. Yeah, that was like just sandbox. Your, your goal is not to not to finish the campaign. Yeah, it's just a, it's like the like as much as people enjoy that mode, the staunch majority of people that play a a paint the map will hit a point where they're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I feel like starting a new campaign because uh, like they get to the late game and it's just it becomes very samey, you know, where you're just like trying to end the turn as fast as you can and you're just auto resolving as many battles as you can because you're like, I just I just want to be done. <laughs> I just want to be done. And um, and the I, I, I find that the, the narrative aspects help help stop that. Um, yeah. but, um, so it, it, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of differences of opinion, uh, out there at the moment, but I, I do think that there is a very loud opinion and I just, I just want to very much throw myself at it as far as I do think the game is extremely fun. I think the game is in a good place. I am very excited for where the game's going, which we'll talk about in a second, but, um, yeah, Sorry, I don't, I just really got, I just, I had to get on that soapbox for a second. <laughs> it's good. There's, there's not a lot of that where, because uh, most people are just, you know, they, they, they want to just like talk about problems in the game or whatever. Um, like, because uh, like I put up a video basically doing that uh, a while ago, which had a pretty good response just from people who, who wanted to hear a bit of positivity. Mm. Um yeah, it's like uh, it, it's really weird. I feel like I've said before the it's fine if people are unhappy with the game. It just sucks to be happy about the game and see them actively turning new players away. Like, yeah. It's like like oh yeah, like they're not happy about the game, but they also want everyone else to be unhappy about the game. Yeah. Well, uh, and I mean that's man. I, I there have been. I mean, I have people come into the stream when I'll, I'll be live streaming and there are, there are legit people that come in and they're like, is this game fun? Because like based on the way people talk about it, it seems very not fun. And it's like, no, it is. It's actually really enjoyable. Like it's a fun game. <laughs> like it, it is a good time. Um, and like the amount, I mean, I, I get people coming in they go, Hey, so tech, can I get your opinion on, there, I, I've been like watching YouTube videos or reading the forms and stuff, and people are talking about how the game's dead. Like the game's totally dead. 
CA is going to stop supporting it. It's going to be it's going to be three kingdoms, even though that was a very weird and specific situation. Like what what's happening? It's like, dude, relax. <laughs> you need to quit doom scrolling. OK, <laughs> like it's fine. The game's fine. <laughs> like are like we're we're a lot of people are just kind of there's a very specific experience that the game has the ability to offer that is not in it yet. And there's a very large audience of people that only want that experience and cannot be damned to stop talking about that they only want that experience uh, until it comes out. And I, I think that's the thing that drives me crazy is that they know this thing is coming, right? Like, and you have these people that say, oh, well, I'm just going to like, you know, I'll put the game away and do something else until Mortal Empires comes out. Okay, that's great. That's fair. But then you have the people that say, no, I am going to bitch endlessly until I get what I want. Because I, I mean, I, I'm not going to name names, but I know people who explicitly have stated and think that being endlessly aggressive about how much they hate the game um, or how much they hate that Mortal Empires is not in the game and how much they hate waiting will result in it coming out faster which is so not correct <laughs> that is so painfully yeah. not true that is not how any of this works it's just not it's just not like if anything i can say very confidently that because there was such a extreme reaction and ca was like oh shit we need to pivot and get make sure patch 1.1 has all these like massive changes that delayed mortal empires by a month instead of causing it to come out faster <laughs> you know what i mean um and like i can't i can't imagine how frustrating it is to be a dev or like one of the community team members and stuff like that like no, i, I would not want that job no like, <laughs> i'm i'm terrible. i'm really good friends still with with grace who no longer works at ca i am so glad for her she no longer works at ca because jesus christ <laughs> that must be awful it's terrifying it's yeah because like even like when you make because okay if you make youtube videos right mm. you, you might get like a bit of the community that's just like oh you know i i like this type of video but that's usually like a very uh like you can you can go off of your uh just like your personality and play like a completely different game and you it's not as bad as being a developer who is making the stuff that people want. yeah and then like the minor mistakes just like it's get blown up like people get death threats yeah well like while while they are literally working on immortal empires yeah or for the, for the people who are sending the death threats. Ah, I see the community oh, wants this problem fixed. I'm going to start working on fixing this problem. Wow, they hate me. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, boy. Damn, dude. Ah. <laughs> damn, dude. Um, Like, I just... Uh, I, I'm no longer being nice about it. It's just... It's just... It's just whiny bitching. Um... People do. Oh yeah, dude. People. Do, yeah, there, there's, there's a substantial amount of death threats that get to the community team and the devs, and it's, it's so just stupid. It's so. It's a. It's a video game, and b. It's not even over like 
some deeply offensive issue in the video game. <laughs> it's just like people are just so impatient <laughs> that they're willing to. It's just it's just obnoxious. Um, yeah. and, and that's that's my thing is that like if you don't like the game because and the thing is I haven't met anybody I've not met a single soul and like if, if these people exist like I'd genuinely be interested to hear your opinion I've not met a single soul that said wow I hate this game I am not looking forward to anything coming out for it and I have no interest in playing it this game sucks it is always i hate this particular experience i am very excited for mortal empires therefore i'm going to be toxic as fuck until mortal empires comes out and it's like that's so why <laughs> why would you do this it's just so unnecessary just go away go play elden ring for yeah. four months or anything anything like if you hate the realm of chaos okay that's totally valid go play something else and come back when mortal empires comes out you're not helping <laughs> you're not helping at all um and i just it's it's just wild it's just wild because there there are people out there who are trying really hard to be helpful you know there are a lot of people who play the game they go hmm this is like there's a bug here or there's there's like an issue here uh, I'm going to point this out and see if I can ha uh, help fix uh, this issue. Like, you know, like a lot of people have been talking about, um, uh, you know, we had the responsiveness bug, which is a lot better now. Um, you know, it's not, I don't know if it's like to the level Warhammer 2 was at yet, but it's uh, patch 1.1, like brought that in really big. Like feedback is great. Feedback is awesome. I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying that you shouldn't point out problems in the game. Um, I, I think the issue is that what's not helpful is when the, the reaction is every time someone finds an issue, they go, oh man, I found another issue. I knew this game was shit. This game's always been shit. And like, this is just an example of how shit it is. You remember when this issue didn't exist in Warhammer two, even though it pro it almost, it assuredly did and then got fixed and then it came back. And then it got fixed and then it came back and then it got fixed. How dare it come back in this game? And it's like, it's just I, like, I don't, I don't understand where these unrealistic expectations are coming from. It's like people have completely forgotten what Warhammer two was like, or just look like the rose colored glasses for Warhammer two just drives me crazy. Um, of that, like we have a substantial amount of issues that have been fixed or show up and it's like guys it 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 comes back like it's just and to see you still there uh oh i think his internet may have died because he's he's holding that face just a little too a little too a little too well <laughs> uh oh okay i'm sure he'll be back uh he's thinking he's thinking very hard but um, uh, he will get back, I'm sure, as soon as he can. <laughs> He's unimpressed. He's like, "Damn, so tech, I thought this was supposed to be a positive stream. <laughs> this is so this is so negative sounding." Um, but uh, um, anyway, um, okay. okay. Hey, welcome back. You're, are you okay? <laughs> 
my PC might have exploded, but uh, um, I'll just I'll call on my phone. <laughs> well, I I hope it didn't actually explode. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I think I just have to restart it. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So I think I think unless there's anything in particular you wanted to add, uh, I think it is time to move on to the part that I'm excited to talk about. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, no, I think, I think us ranting about people ranting section is, is basically yeah, that. that. Okay. For that. Yeah. That was more for our catharsis than anything else. <laughs> but, um, so, um, one thing that I'm really excited to talk about is the future of total war Warhammer three and like the things that I am deeply, deeply looking forward to not including mortal empires <laughs> like we all know everyone's excited for mortal empires it's going to be amazing like i i cannot express that enough that i i uh i have heard from like devs that i have the ability to speak with um casually that like they know how big of a deal mortal empires is and like i and I feel very confident they're going to put everything they have into making sure that the launch of um, Mortal Empires is as as good as it possibly can be. Um, welcome back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, with that in mind, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the future of Total War Warhammer 3 in and of itself um, without Mortal Empires, because we all... Like, everyone's excited for it. That's not news. So, um, I will start as far as things that I am very, very excited for that I feel very confident are coming to the game. And I think for me, the thing that I am the most, genuinely the most excited for that um, is coming and is undeniable that it's coming is the very heavy Warriors of Chaos rework that is going to be bringing us god specific goodies as far as being able to see the um like i i feel very confident after the episode we had our, our last episode of lore beers that we had with andy hall where he finally answered my rambling question to uca that i kept bugging them with endlessly about whether the the monogod factions in Warhammer 3 are demons or just monogod and he said they are demons. Uh, they are the demons of chaos monogod with little little dashes of uh, warriors of chaos, but they're not true monogod. That has made me so excited for the warriors of chaos because it means we're going to see kind of that mirror of that we're going to get to see the warriors of chaos with maybe sprinklings of demons or maybe sprinklings of some like undivided stuff but like i am so deeply hopeful for like a a big focus on like um like warriors of nurgle led by like festus the leech lord and having maybe some new units brought in um whether they be inspired from age of sigmar or um um stuff like that so of like having the warriors of chaos of nurgle of having unique campaign mechanics unique like uh and just seeing how it's going to be different because i like i really like the demon factions but i i've ha i always i i just have a very deep love for the warriors of chaos um and i 
it, it it felt almost weird having them as the oldest race DLC in Warhammer one and going through Warhammer two and them not getting any um major updates. Um like they they you know, they got little smatterings of stuff, but there wasn't like new legendary lords, substantial new units and stuff like that. And I am I am so excited to see them show up and really get an overhaul as far as like, you know, we, we've seen little bits and pieces as far as like, oh, the Warriors of Chaos can take settlements now. The Warriors of Chaos can have walls. The Warriors of Chaos, um, you know, we already know there are going to be some new units as far as we've got the Doom Knights of Zinch and the Skull Crushers of Corn, um, and the Marauders of Slanesh with the, and the, 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 um, uh, God, I had a brain fart. The Hellstriders. Um, I am, I am so excited to see how that's going to truly shape the Warriors of Chaos. And I really, really hope they've done for the Warriors what they've done for the Demons. As far as, like, I would love to see us have, okay, Archaon and Colex Sun Eater are Warriors of Chaos Undivided. And then if you play, like, Sigvald, you get to play the Warriors of Chaos of Slanesh where they're all slash themed maybe they have unique skins maybe um like it's too much <laughs> i'm just I, i'm just i'm just looking at potentials um but like you know maybe maybe we could see like the marks be like a new unit type as opposed to just like a banner or maybe like an upgrade system like the green skins have you could like apply a mark to your army um that gives them like new stats or new abilities uh like a new passive or something um and really let them be different like i i would love for it to be like wow okay if you play the warriors of slanesh with sigvald you have a different tech tree you have different abilities and like you're still the warriors of chaos like your roster still primarily revolves around the warriors of chaos um you have all the warrior of chaos units but you have the ability to like enhance them with slaneshi things um, and you also have like maybe some kind of fast track system that allows you to get certain demons. Um, and then, uh, cause man, that would just be, that would be dope. <laughs> that would just be so dope. And then have Archaon just be like this, uh, it, granted this, this kind of goes into one of my very minor, but also major complaints with Warhammer three in that I don't actually like the God Slayer faction, because I feel like he does a, too much of everything. Like, and I don't like that he has access to mortals. I feel like he should be pure demons. Like he is in custom battles, um, in campaign. I don't think he should have access to mortal units. Just let him be pure undivided demons of chaos, but he gets access to all of the demons instead of the system now where it's, it's a little funky. Um, but then you could have Archaon when you play the Warriors of chaos, he has access to all the Warriors of chaos units. And if you want the demons, you know, you got to like use the allegiance system. Um, but, um, but that, that for me is probably the number one DLC I think about that I'm really hoping for, for Warhammer three is, um, which I, I don't know if that's going to be soon in Warhammer three, or if that's going to be like late in Warhammer three. Um, uh, but that is for me, that is the thing that I think the most about it. No, I'm, I'm just looking forward to Chaos Dwarves. <laughs> just, yep. I, I like that I go on like this super long tirade. It's just like, that's cool, man. But Chaos Dwarves. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm willing to drop all the other factions for Chaos Dwarves. 
Oh man. Um. Okay. Okay. So elaborate a little bit. What What is it about the Chaos Door specifically that have you like so excited? Because in Warhammer One, when I first started out, dwarves dwarves were my favorite faction. Hmm. Um. So. So you're going to betray them immediately? <laughs> it's the next closest thing that I can have access to. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, but yeah, like I think uh, no matter what DLC they put out, the DLCs are pretty good. Even if it's just half the DLC, there's usually like really good, like mechanics added or whatever, right? With any uh big, big content drop. Um, but yeah, I think I I feel like okay, this is me without any internal context. You would <laughs> you'd have a better guess than mine. But, like, the fact that the Darklands is just right in the middle, just waiting to be occupied by a major faction, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Dude, I I yeah. would be shocked if there are not, like, two, two it, at least two, but honestly, probably three Chaos Dwarf Legendary Lores just, boom, right, right in the Darklands. You got one in the north, one in the uh, east, and one in the south, and it's like, there done <laughs> um and then probably one in some really random place on the map because they always like to have that one character that's off in the boonies but um chaos doors are going to be crazy um because their their faction is so particular and i'm i'm so curious how they're going to balance it as far as it, so in tabletop um for anyone that didn't play um chaos Wars were a very bizarre army because very much like, you know, a lot of people talk about with Dwarves versus Chaos Dwarves in Total War, the Chaos Dwarves were basically dwarfs, but they had access to everything instead of just infantry and a couple of flying copter units. Um, you know, they have they have cavalry, they have monstrous cavalry, they have monsters, they have wizards, like they have all these tools that the dwarves are just sitting there like, son of a bitch. But uh, <laughs> we're not allowed to have those. But um, but in tabletop, the 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 cost was literally the cost in two ways. There was there was kind of the 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 fourth wall breaking system that the Chaos Horse were literally one of the most expensive armies to collect in the game because they were Forge World only. But in in the actual game, points wise, the Chaos Dwarf units were so expensive. So they were like this really tiny, super elite army um, that they had all these tools, but they were so expensive um, from from like a, a, a unit cost level that they would actually, they were very, very difficult to play because they were so grossly outnumbered by everybody. Unless they took just a ton of hobgoblins and hobgoblins were just like, garbage <laughs> like like they were there just to give you more numbers um but um and maybe capture objectives but other than that they weren't going to do shit you know <laughs> they were there to skirmish and hold off your opponent so you could shoot them as long as possible but um i i, I i'm very curious to see how they'll be adapted to live play um as far as like i don't know if maybe like the actual so when i say chaos dwarf units i mean like the actual chaos dwarf units not the race chaos dwarfs, but the like the actual chaos dwarf entities. Um, um, I'm curious, like, are they just going to make them very expensive um, as far as like upkeep or multiplayer cost, or are they going to make it where they have like less models per unit than people might expect? So like, where dwarfs might have like 
I'm just randomly pulling a number out of my butt, but like 60 long beards or 60 iron breakers would the equivalent for the chaos horse only have like 45 guys. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they try and balance that. Yeah, but like I actually sort of trust them to manage that. The fact that ogres... Remember when everyone was talking about how ogres would just not work as a faction? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Everyone was like, yeah, yeah ogres are going to be trashed here because anti-large exists. Yeah, but like it actually, all things considered, they 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 hit the mark on ogres pretty well. Mm. Um, a lot better than than I would have thought. Uh, and now now no one's talking about it. Like <laughs> everyone's still like, ah, oh, yeah, no, see, I can't balance. But like aside yeah. from like one or two units that were off the mark. Like the faction works, so they'll, they'll come up with something with chaos dwarves. Yeah, I uh, really the only like unit balance wise, game three was like really solid for like the sheer amount of different units that are in the game. The vast majority of them perform really, really well, um, and and the overperforming units, a lot of that was due to a very specific bug as opposed to like the units being balanced poorly being like chariots and stuff. And then there were some shooting units that were a little overtuned um, with like the iron blaster and the Kislev war sleds and stuff like that. And I, I, I think a lot of that may also be due to that type of unit is like relatively new and is also kind of like a major focus of this game is very powerful mobile shooting platforms. Cause like we had shooting platforms in Warhammer one and two, but they were super weak with like the war wagons, like, they were they were very silly um and like their shooting was the only thing they could do like they were garbage in combat whereas like the kiss of war sleds are pulled by polar bears and are actually like fairly scary um and uh also their shooting punched a lot harder and then we had stuff like the iron blaster which is just brutal <laughs> and and it was just it was too accurate for how much it shot because it was a single entity um, but now that they're kind of getting those under control, the, I, I'm actually, frankly, when you mention it, I'm pretty shocked at how well balanced the game is as far as like unit performance. Seeing that in the multiplayer community is controversial. <laughs> it's like people, they have different expectations, but, mm. um, but like everyone thought ogres were going to be garbage, uh, like in, in campaign and multiplayer. Yeah, and they or, yeah they really came out of the um, gate swinging like really yeah. <laughs> like ogres yeah. were like one of the only one or two factions that the multiplayer community had to ban certain picks because they were so good. Yeah, instant restrictions on uh, on a lot of the units once we figured out what was what was the best. But um, but yeah, like right now they're in a pretty good spot. Um, they're strong, but it's not like. Uh, you know, if you look at Beastmen in, in game two, like probably weaker than like the than the strongest faction uh and like that impact in game two. So mm. yeah, the other yeah. the other thing I'm very curious about is uh, I, I I think it's safe to say that where Kislev and Cathay feel very much like like full starter races, like there's definitely a lot of different ways they can expand the roster. And it's very easy to see the ways they can expand the roster. They're they're fairly well rounded. the The demon factions are very unique in that they're very pigeonholed, and it's also simultaneously very difficult to see where they're gonna go with them. 
because they literally have every single demon in the roster already. And I don't know where they're going to go as far as like how to expand the roster. Like, are they going to try and squeeze more mortal units in there? Are they going to try to, are they going to bring in like the demon units from age of Sigmar, which like could exist in fantasy very easily. Like there's no reason they couldn't, um, you know, it's not like a new form of technology was developed that the demons would have to utilize <laughs> in order to have their AOS units. Um, but, um, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, ve I'm very curious to see how they're going to expand that because like if, if the answer is to use mortal stuff, it, it kind of, it almost opens the question of why they didn't have more mortal stuff in there in the first place. Because like, I think you could heavily argue that if Nurgle had had access to chaos Knights of Nurgle, he would have a substantially different variety of options. Or if they all had access to like, you know, chaos giants of their particular flavor or, um, like, but the, the, the units that they got is very, very, very limited. Um, and is a very like itty bitty spattering. Um, like personally, I'm hoping for new and exotic demons, um, to really just like take the imagination of the demons as far as it can go. Um, and maybe, maybe if we're really lucky, we could get the, the mono beastman too. not though. The Cornotaurus cracked me up because that, I was like, ah, corn gores. And they were like, no, Minotaurs with the mark of corn. And it's like, but <laughs> why not? Why not corn gores, which are a thing and already exist. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if they're also saving the monogod beastmen because the Cornotaurs are very explicitly not corn gores. They're just Minotaurs of corn, um, as opposed to like an actual unique species, so to speak. Um, and then it's like, when we get beastmen back, are Minotaurs of Corn going to be available to the Beastmen as like an elite Minotaur unit, or will they be like Tarux only, or like what? <laughs> What's what? I'm I need I need answers. <laughs> I need answers. But um, okay, so so Chaos Dwarfs are the new race you seem to be looking forward to the most. Is there any particular like race from Warhammer Three that the idea of a DLC has you like? Man, I'm really curious to see where they're going to take this. Ooh. Uh, I guess, uh, well, actually, I guess chances of the Demon Prince getting a DLC, nada. No, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, yeah. like, best case scenario is they're gonna add Bellacor playable to his faction and tweak Bellacor so he can show up in multiplayer so that you have yeah. Bellacor option and then the the five Demon Princes, um, and make them playable, that would be nice. <laughs> Um, I like, honestly, I think once the mortal empire races show up, I don't think the demons of chaos will be that overpowered. Um, uh, oh no, I think all Warhammer three factions are, they don't stand a chance to Warhammer. Yeah. Two so factions. I, I am really hoping that once mortal empires comes in, they will allow the demons of chaos undivided to join multiplayer. Cause it's like, they'll be fine. Yeah. It's mostly just like the overlap with other stuff, but like in terms of, uh, in terms of like balance in just like a straight up fight outside of other meta stuff, it, it works. Yeah. Um, um, but like, uh, you were talking about the, uh, yeah. About which faction would, would have an interesting DLC. I really want to see Cathay because hmm. I just, just seeing more of Cathay is, 
super interesting. Um, you said that they like they have a pretty well-rounded roster. For me, I feel like there are still some sort of gaps. It's sort mm-hmm. of like uh, it feels like dwarves if they didn't have slayers. It's like it's missing that like one. There's like a few gaps in their mm-hmm. in their yeah. roster that that hurt them. But like there's like so many ways they could go about it. Oh, yeah. So many ways you could get like vampire cats in in cafe. Like it's so. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh Jade, I mean, Jade vampires. I yeah. I think I I'm so not down with that idea, but I okay, understand. I I understand the desire, but like like we know about you know the the Onyx Chromen, um, which we have no idea what those are even supposed to be. Or sorry, the many eyed Onyx Chromen. Like that description sounds horrifying. Especially because we know that they are apparently quite large. Like, they're, like, I think they're, like, supposed to be monstrous infantry-ish sized. So, that could be crazy. Um, the monkey men. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't know about the monkey warriors. We don't know if, like, is there one type of monkey warrior? Is there multiple types? Like, is it just that you have the monkey king and, like, his, his race just has, like, one or two variants? Or is it, like, no, there's a gorilla unit and there's an orangutan unit, and there's like, <laughs> like, how is this gonna work? Because um, we know, we know that the monkey warriors are with Cathay, like they are very explicitly Cathay um, boys. Um, but uh, um, like, there, there, there are so many things. Like, there, are, there are three more dragon kids. We might see them as playable. Um, the monkey king is obviously a legendary lord that's gonna show up. Um, and anyone who says otherwise is a damn fool <laughs> because they are being super cagey about the monkey King, which makes me think he's coming very, very soon um, because Gaines workshop refuses to tell us what his name is. I've had multiple, even I've had backdoor private secret conversations with people from multiple sources that are like, I'm like, what's the monkey King's name? And they're like, I'm sorry, man, I can't. <laughs> It's just like, why is this such a secret? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very curious where Cathay will, because I, I feel like a lot of the stuff they gave us was like, okay, here's a lot of the human stuff, and now we have pretty much like crazy mystical things left to go. Um, like I, I'm sure there will be some more humanish units too. Um, like I, I still find myself shocked that they don't have horse archers. Um, oh yeah like wasn't that, there like a picture of them or something probably but like it feels like a very silly unit not to have that could probably add some pretty nice value and like we're wow we we know there are martial artists there's a huge martial art thing in Cathay so where am I where am I <laughs> where am I like I need I need like a level of martial arts or kung fu inspired by the movies that are so beloved from everyone from the 80s like that level of absurdism but warhammerified so even more absurd <laughs> yeah my my yeah, jackie like, chan yeah. and my bruce lee <laughs> inspirations please <laughs> yo some like some actual fighter heroes that yeah that would be sick yeah like we got what the fanciest things we got were terracottas and the and the balloons right as, like... as far as like unique yeah, and like the dragon yeah. kids, even though the dragon kids are like the exact same, they just have different magic. Yeah, I mean, like outside of like lords and stuff, um, like the roster, you know, it, the balloons are pretty cool. That's like a different, like, I don't think we've had 
flying artillery. No, though, don't say yeah, that where oh. the dwarves can hear you because they'll get very upset. <laughs> I know Kathy got it first. Yeah, Kathy, but... Kathy got it first, yeah. which is so not fair to the Dawi. <laughs> They've been waiting for years. Yeah. You know, I guess it's slow progress. But, um, yeah, like like the rest of the roster, yeah, it's, it's just all it's humans. Cavalry, normal cavalry. Um, like... Cathay feels like it should be the Chaos Dwarves. Um, and, like, if you compare Chaos Dwarves to normal dwarves, and you compare Cathay to Empire, I feel like that difference should be the same. Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now, they sort of feel, like, too Empire-y. Um, like, just, like, a slight shift from Empire. But, yeah. Because, like, Demons, I can sort of imagine what their DLCs, like, could be. You know, you could get, like, some humans or, like... Like, in terms of, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I know what to expect more. Mm. Um, it's like, yeah, you get, you get like, some cool demons or, you know, just, like, something big, big. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, this time it cut him off mid-sentence. Brutal. He'll be back. Don't worry. The th oh, God. Yeah, the Thunder Barge. <laughs> oh, the Thunder Barge. Please, Thunder Barge. I'm like, I, I honestly think the dwarfs are the the race that uh, like the, the potential things that we can get. I'm I am dying, dying to get my hands on Thunder Barges and Shard Dragons and uh, Goblin Hewers and Doom Seekers and Rune Priests Heroes and um demon slayers and dragon slayers and rune golems ah just ah it sounds it sounds so magical it sounds so magical yes night in flames i did i did see that it was it was delicious you're getting the shard dragon you're getting it you're gonna like it and you're gonna you're gonna deal with it <laughs> you're getting it just just accept that. <laughs> just just accept it. It's happening. There's nothing you could do about it. Um, if you don't like it, then just don't use it. <laughs> but it's coming, so sit down and be quiet. Wait, what's a shard dragon? A shard dragon is a big single entity monster that the dwarfs got from the Monstrous Arcanum uh, in Total War Warhammer. So it's like a terrifying lizard creature that bleeds acid and its scales are so tough they're grumral thick. And it's it's Dang. fast and mean. It can't fly, but it's like a cr big creepy monster that crawls along the ground and kills people. It was sick. And the dwarves have this? Yep. Yes, Dang. the uh it is it is the only faction that it was considered like friendly with is the dwarves because they learned how to dominate them using runic collars. And here's the thing, chat. You you can I people are like, oh the, the shard dragon. Listen, Thoric Ironbrow has a collared carnosaur, which is a direct reference to the runic collars used to control shard dragons. It's happening. Deal with it. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't use it. <laughs> but don't you dare suggest that we shouldn't get it. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, sorry, uh, it just, uh, you were saying something before, uh, your computer interrupted you. God, <laughs> uh, I think we should talk about, like, let's talk about, what, difference Demons. between Cathay, we talked about, like, 
You're talking about like what might show up in the demons in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I don't see like uh the most honestly the most thing I'm hyped about for the demons is if Slanesh gets mirror guard. Oh but, uh, yeah, the like <laughs> instead of it being just like ROR, like or yeah. are you talking about like the ROR specifically, or you want like like well, a standardized version of the ROR? So like I have a theory, right? Zinch technically got the chaos spawn ROR. That's true. The so weird I feel spawn. like, mm. yeah, like because they have the same armor reduction passive, right? Mm. So like maybe they dish out some of the ROs to the other. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about lore to really. No, no. I, I mean that, that. I I think that. So there's the the mirror guard are almost like they are basically um the Miramadesh Painbringers from Age of Sigmar, which are like the elite warriors of chaos that are slash specific. Um and I, I, I think that is that is a very realistic thing that we might see is it listen, if CA wanted to like blow everybody's mind, then a Warriors of Chaos DLC that like legit had like unique versions of a lot of the units for the god specifics would like that would everyone would lose their shit where it's like no 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 you don't just get like warriors like basic chaos warriors you have basic chaos warriors but then you also have uh chaos warriors of corn who are like a different unit um not just a regular unit um but uh yeah anyway um so uh okay so the last question i have for you in regards to like exciting future stuff is okay we've talked about we've talked about new race being added your favorite is chaos dwarfs my the one i'm the most excited for it would be the naga of koresh um i feel i feel a hundred percent that we're getting them at some point i have i've lost it i have <laughs> i've fully gone down the rabbit hole and um i um especially because we we recently got the lore update that the dreadmaw is now a naga of koresh monster instead of just being like some random ass generic monster to me that's like that was like a huge like it's it's happening <laughs> but uh like man snakeman faction evil snakeman like we're gonna be getting evil lizardmen essentially finally um okay. like they're not you know obviously they're not actually lizardmen but like they're you know snakeman lizardmen yeah. <laughs> yeah um but uh that's that's gonna be truly magical um but um my, so my last question is for you which of the warhammer one and two races are you the most excited for their inevitable dlc in warhammer three? Oh boy you know the answer it's dwarves okay yeah so yeah what we were talking yeah. about uh when, when you're when your your internet internet cut uh died for a second i was yeah. literally just like listing off all the different things that i'm excited like i uh, uh, this is maybe a controversial take and it's something i need to make a video on but i am i'm preaching it everywhere i go there should be no more lord packs there shouldn't i think lord packs are trash and they should die in a fire and we shouldn't use them anymore what we should get is every race should just get a big dlc like take the lord pack but make it for one race and make it good that way I don't have half of a DLC that's great and the other half sucks, <laughs> which is what, which has been the case like all the time. Yeah. 
um how about we just do one dlc for every race and it's big and it's great <laughs> then, then we're done it's awesome um like, yeah like vampire coast tomb kings when they focus on one thing it's great yeah and, and like don't get me wrong every lord pack had amazing stuff in it but it was virtually always that one team got really really good stuff and the other team was kind of like it was all right <laughs> um lizardmen have no good dlcs yeah. <laughs> yeah um the units we got were useful but yeah no the dlcs themselves were pretty trash um but like uh volkmar and gorse was a pretty good lore pack how dare you <laughs> how dare you say that in this chat <laughs> last dlcs i bought yeah it's i remember so... i got like all the other stuff and i was like okay it was so, I gotta finish. That was set. the most that was the most tepid. That is the perfect word to describe it. It was the most tepid DLC that any video game has ever received. <laughs> it was so it was so like not willing to ex like push boundaries. Um No, I'm not saying that Gorst is well, I hate like Gorst, Gorst was a waste of a slot, don't get me wrong. But like we we could have had Dieter Hellschnitt, dude. We could have had we could have had a master necromancer lord riding on a manticore. Like, come on. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> memes though. The memes. The memes. Gorse. Yeah. Yeah. Years of memes. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. Dwarfs. Dwarfs have so much potential. Like thunder barge, giant flying artillery platform, shard dragons. So like big scary monster rune golems super tanky monstrous infantry uh like a rune priestess of valea give us a lady dwarf hero with like healing uh uh doom seekers another slayer unit but that's like mass designed against swarms instead of monsters like dooms or uh demon slayer lords dragon slayer heroes so many options so many options and I just oh, the goblin like right viewer, now they've only got they only oh. had one free LC, right? Dwarves? Did they have anything um, else? No, they had they had uh Thorak. No, not yeah, Thorak. We, we got um, we got Thorak and Grombrindle. No, the what's it? Um Eight Peaks. <laughs> oh, DLC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So they, they have, uh, yeah. Yeah, they got they got well listen, I've said it like people want to talk about trash in warhammer 3 can we talk about how warhammer 2 did skaven versus dark elves instead of skaven versus dwarfs worst game worst game ever made <laughs> how dare they oh man if we Screw never get us like that versus chaos dwarves yeah i'm gonna cry well hey hey like no more lord packs dude just just give me okay, a dwarf yeah, that's dlc true, that's true, yeah. just give yeah, me a dwarf dlc that has all the stuff and then give me like like yeah no no more lord packs that's yeah. that that needs to be the slogan for warhammer 3 no more lord packs <laughs> sure sure you know, as long as we get get the content for them you know we all just want to see the factions just just shine get good good content yeah and like not every faction even needs like full dlcs anymore some of them could just use some like flc tweaks like yep. do the lizardmen need a full dlc no <laughs> no like, if they wanted to, like, oh, here's some, like, here's a free LC Teto Echo. Sure, I'll take it. 
Um, but like, I, I would just like to see more interesting types of DLC. I'm so sick of Lord packs and I think they're awful. Like I'd much rather get like a Lord or a DLC that purely focuses on a single race and can have multiple Lords in it. Um, and then also have uh like themed DLCs. Like, could you imagine if there was like a legend, a Heroes of Legend DLC that just added a bunch of legendary heroes, and that's all it did? Like, like, hey, here's Chalkox for the Lizardmen, like a super bodyguard hero. Here's uh Shadow Blade or somebody for the Dark Elves. Here's um. Screech, uh, not uh, tooth for or squeal not tooth for the Skaven. Like just add in heroes that can be taken with any of the factions, or in certain cases only specific factions that just add a lot of really interesting dynamic system. I think that would be so nice, so nice. Sorry, Corin Darkhand, not Shadowblade. People Thank would you. people would find a way to complain about that because it's splitting amongst many factions. So yeah, well, like, oh, they could buy the whole DLC for one. Yeah, the, well, they can they can eat a dick. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, going to complain go. anyway. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah. Complain. But yeah, I think uh, th there's a lot of space there. It's been like many years of, of, de of development. Unless like, I don't know, maybe they, maybe like internally, it just turns out the, the Lord versus Lord packs are, that's like the premium, <laughs> that's peak <laughs> DLC. It doesn't get better than that, but... Um, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure, there's a lot of space there. Yeah, that uh, that it would it would be. Yeah, I mean, if they if people were so desperate, they could theme it like maybe there's a Heroes of Legend for the game one races, and then a Heroes of Legend for the game two races, and then the game three races, stuff like that. Like something like that could be fun. Um, but yeah, um, I think yeah, that's they could, do, uh, they could do microtransactions. You just buy one at a time. <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah, that solved the problem. Yeah. Like, we they just they just come out. And they're like, okay, so people complained about how they don't like certain aspects of the DLCs. So we've split up everything into like dollar fifty segments. <laughs> so Not now, perfect. You no longer buy a Lord pack. You buy it on a unit by unit basis. <laughs> That'll solve the problem. Surely no one will complain about this method. <laughs> Oh man! I'm worried I'm giving them ideas now. Yeah, you never that, know. That would be <laughs> NFTs. Oh no! Buy, oh, yeah. buy this and this limited NFT to get new units in Total War. Oh boy! Oh my God! That would truly be the worst, <laughs> the, mm -hmm. the worst timeline. Um. Uh. Okay. So. Um. I think. I think. Uh. Now I will go ahead and open the floor to chat, which we normally never do in these. But we will open the floor to chat if y'all have any specific questions for Antisti. Um, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm also here, but they should really be aimed at Antisti because he's not going to be here every episode. So uh, if y'all have any questions about Total War Warhammer 3 or our thoughts on any particular thing, or if you have multiplayer questions in particular, though Antisti also knows all, like a ton about campaign, like you, like that video you put out about the movement thing, that blew my mind. I was like... <laughs> what <laughs> why is it not why does it lie to me and act like it's a percentage <laughs> instead of just a flat value what is this bullshit so many things so many random minor things about the game but 
enough to build a career off of that's the crazy thing yeah it's... yeah um all right so uh so I, okay some of these questions are i'm gonna skip the meme questions at least for the moment so um oh my gosh what is your name what what mm, i'm just gonna call you gurla there we go because that's that's the end of it Gurla asks, uh, Intissi, do you get hand aches because of your micro? Oh, dang. Uh, I did for a time. I actually, I wore an arm brace because, like, my, my right hand was getting, like, sore and tendons. I do rock climbing, too, though. Oh. Oh, wow. So, actually, okay, so you're, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's like, got strong. Well, not, not recently, of course, but, like, the, um... Yeah, I think, like, the mix of that and Warhammer did it. When I was, like... When I was just doing programming and Warhammer, it generally it I didn't get too many problems. Ergonomics, it's important. Okay, so what yeah. we've learned here is that not only does Intensity have intense micro, but he probably has like frightening grip strength as well. <laughs> um mm -hmm. Okay, so some other questions here. Oh, let's see. Uh Emperor Kala asked, did you see the Cathay map leak? slash release and if so what were your did you have any thoughts on it leak like uh so there was like a the, there was an map? image that released that showed like the entirety of cathay as, okay. is, is something that like that, the the one that you made a video on yes or? yeah that thing oh okay yes i saw it on <laughs> i saw it on lore master of sotex channel and yeah, all i know that. about it is from is from you what a what a what a natural yeah. plug great job everyone yeah <laughs> good good job oh um, man uh yeah, no, I think, uh, see, the thing is, right, Cathay, having the map alone doesn't flesh it out for me. I get my, like, most of the lore from, or, like, the feeling of the lore from the the DLC lords. Mm. So, like, the dwarves, the dwarves in my head, it's, like, it's Ungrim, <laughs> right? And then you have Eight Peaks, and then you have Thorgrim, like... Like, that is the dwarves to me. All the other settlements just, like, sort of pass by me. Mm. So, like, seeing the Cathay map, I'm like, okay, but, like, I want to know the legendary lords that are there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that is a very fair take. Uh, let's see. Uh, next one. Uh, <laughs> Kanako, we're, we're doing well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Night in Flames asks, have you ever considered doing multiplayer campaign tournaments? tournaments dang uh what's it technically there is a community for that i heard that they're like just like sequestered away no one knows about <laughs> them but they hiding exist. in a pit yeah yeah um as a tournament i don't know how the rules would play out because if you put money on the line people are gonna play dirty yeah it's gonna uh, be you know i i yeah. i like in my head i'm like i i could kind of see the time of darkness and disharmony being used yeah. for that but I, I feel like they would need to give us the ability to customize the rule set for it to be viable as attorney setup, where it's like, yeah. you know, the first, uh, like, I wish we could customize the win objectives instead of it being like, because right now it's like, it's like flat 40 victory points within, uh, what is it, like 30 turns? And yeah, yeah, it's 30 turns or 40 victory points um, win condition. And it's like, it'd be really interesting if you could customize that so you could, you know, create an experience where it's like oh the first person to just have x amount of settlements or x amount of provinces or something 
uh, that could lead to some wild shenanigans. Yeah, but like also each round would be like five hours long. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah. like it's, it's it's like almost there. Like if if there was like a big content drop that really fleshed out that system, maybe. But like that's not on the chopping block right now. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm maybe I'll host one of those. One I of these play days. it. That that could be fun. Like a time of darkness disharmony. Get eight people, and it's just the the rules are what's in there. <laughs> Go nuts. <laughs> See well, I who would wins. Love to try hard. Um, yeah. Try hard in the campaign. I will. I I mm, I I'll have to think about that. I might. That's that is awfully tempting. I'm not gonna lie. I may actually do that one of these weeks. Um, tries either. I'll play it. If if you host it, I'll be there. Uh, Bardock twenty five oh four asks, "What will be your first Total War campaign in the combined map?" Combined map. <laughs> who are you who are you gonna play first? Oh boy. Uh, let's he he see. has he has his question asked about a sp sp specific character, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer this and see if you guessed it. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, the combined map. It would probably be someone that's very close to the middle. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say dwarves again, <laughs> but it it may very well be because they're really in the I mean, center. Thor, Thorgrim is like yeah. right there. <laughs> oh man! And like, I want to know how that plays out. I want to get invaded by the Greenskins on turn twenty, fight like three twenty stacks. Um, if it wasn't the dwarves, though, it would be. Uh... Oh, that's be specific. Maybe the dark elves, if there's enough water. I would do the dark elves if the ocean is connected. <laughs> oh, okay, he he guessed Carl Franz, or he he asked if Franz was okay. going to be your first campaign. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. I, I suspect. <laughs> I suspect though that's like more of a meme question than an actual question. <laughs> yeah, the glorious three hundred turn, or no, it went like six hundred turns. I was going to say yeah. three hundred turns is not that much longer than a typical Mortal Empires campaign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the the six hundred turn full map dominance. I feel Jesus. like Jesus. Yeah, at some point. I will return to the Franz campaign just for the memes. Yeah, I, but, I feel like I feel like yeah. because of the 600 turn campaign, Franz would be your last answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is probably why he specified. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh wow, that's actually also a really interesting idea for a multiplayer campaign. So Fish Pickle said, "What if you did the Realm of Chaos as a multiplayer tournament campaign?" But it's whoever gets the first Demon Prince Soul wins. So it's kind of that like first 25 turn, but you also are racing to stop each other from. I feel like I feel like for that to work, I would have to introduce a rule that the, the realm of Slanesh would be banned because it would just be whoever got to the chaos first because they cannot be catched. Because at least, at least all the other realms, you could be intercepted by the other players, which could add in some hilarious shenanigans. I think, uh, I think if you do it Realm of Corn only or Realm of Nurgle only, like, so the first to complete that realm. Yeah, that, yeah, um, that could be fun, especially because they're more like big arenas. That yeah. would be, that could, that could be really fun. Yeah. Ah, damn, chat, y'all are on fire today. Um... Monster Mash 71 asks, can Antisity talk a little bit about how he practices for tournaments? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I find someone that has about, you know, four hours of free time a day. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll bug them until, uh, until, until we just like, you know, 
uh, like the actual actual tournament practice goes like you, you you schedule training with someone and then you practice one matchup for actually like two or three hours, maybe two matchups if you're if you're really grinding it out. Um, but like uh, in terms of like meta more meta strategies, it's like I play a tournament. If I lose, contact the person that beat me train with them <laughs> and then just like build up from uh from there because like yeah uh it's it, it's it's a lot of just putting in the hours and and really grinding more than just like oh i feel like playing this matchup today mm. um but yeah it's like i i go pretty methodical about it and like i never play quick battles uh i think quick battles actually make you worse at tournaments <laughs> <laughs> yeah for all for all the top 100 guys i was there <laughs> yeah it's not worth it <laughs> get out while you can um yeah it, it really does kind of feel like it has its own very own very specific meta um and like design philosophy uh the the, the quick battle system um uh which is why i really hope they get really on top of like a resetting ladder but uh, oh something i wanted to ask about that i actually just remembered because of that joke stupid joke i just made um have you been uh, participating in Turin's new system with like his website and everything? How how is that? It is it is very good. Like uh, I like the fact that it's it's getting customized more and designed for Warhammer tournaments. Um, I I quite enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think it's a uh, it's not gonna like blow your mind out of the water, but it's a good <laughs> tournament system. Like uh, I I would be sad if it if it went. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just like a dedicated Warhammer uh tournament page, because mm. like up till now we've just been using uh Challenge, which is like it almost gets there, but like uh I think he was talking about implementing data collection too, mm. and it like shows like uh the scores of all the players, which is really fun. Yeah, Turn's been working really hard on that website. Um, yeah. One of the one of these days I'm gonna get him on the show, but like. I don't know. I got to figure out what I have to do to lure him on here. <laughs> it's it's difficult. Um, uh, are you still, um, I remember in Warhammer 2, you had designed like your own kind of um, ranking system. Do, are, you, are you still working on that particular project or have you kind of set that aside for a while? So I'm still working on and maintaining it. There's not as many updates right now because mm. the community is right now it's too small to sustain a whole separate side ladder right but mm. um but actually i started another project <laughs> for multiplayer which is uh, a training gym so i have a discord that is literally me just offering free coaching to people under the conditions that they are willing to coach people underneath them oh that's cool so yeah it's like uh just anyone that wants wants to get good at multiplayer i'm like this so, is so so you yeah. you started a blood dragon vampire count bloodline is what you're saying <laughs> exactly yeah but yeah like the general idea is that it's uh it's clan levels of um of training outside of clients okay so, uh, that's that's cool uh yeah. people should check that out if you have a link to that you should post that in the discord and i will make sure that ends up in appropriate places um see. Oh. so another question for you uh, from Wolverine 0605, what what is your favorite race to fight against? Like, what against. what's 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 the race that if somebody picks it, you're like, oh, this is gonna be fun. 
Ooh, uh, let's see. Uh, in Warhammer 2, I would say Cathay. Because a lot of people feel like Cathay is... Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you said in Warhammer 2... In Warhammer 2... 3. <laughs> that, happened. Like, that happened. Yeah, I imagine you would have been very excited in Warhammer 2 to see Cathay. Yep. <laughs> that would have been kind of wild. It's the next Warhammer 2 DLC, guys. <laughs> <Can I just? laughs> yeah, but Cathay, uh, a lot of people feel like Cathay's great. And I love I love tearing them, that apart. <laughs> oh, um, sad face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like it's it's like, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a puzzle to to break apart. There's a lot of counterplay in a lot of their matchups. Mm. So it's never like and like there's different ways to play it too. So it's it's nice. Okay, but so, also, so I, I what get is to the Warhammer? Okay, so so what is what is the Warhammer two? <laughs> what is the Mortal yeah, Empire? Yeah. Since you brought it up, what's the Mortal sure. Empire's uh, race you get the most excited? Oh man, Warhammer two. Uh, I would say Vampire Coast. Mm, because, okay. yeah, as my faction main, yeah, it's interesting to see other people's takes on a faction that I play so much. And if gotcha. they go something different from what I usually go, it's like, oh. This is like experimentation. I get to like transfer notes essentially. I get, I gotta get back into playing multiplayer. Like I think about it a lot and I watch it a lot. I just <laughs> just can't seem to get myself around to playing it more. Um, one of these days. Um, oh look, there's Pone complaining about losing again. <laughs> I think his clanmate. Uh, I didn't even win that tournament, man. You're good. <laughs> um. Let's see. And then Oh god, I saw there I saw another question and I don't where did it go? Where did it go? Uh what do we think about the Lothern Sky Cutter getting added to the game? I want everything. I don't care how stupid it is, okay? And I Yeah, already, no, I'm I'm down to see it. Yeah, I already have flying Zinch chariots. How is a flying elf chariot any dumber, okay? <laughs> like it's it's Instead, I have a flying chariot with a flamethrower attachment. Why is a flying chariot with a bolt thrower somehow worse? <laughs> like, that's less stupid than the, than the flamethrower chariot. Yeah, we got, we got magic. Uh, okay. It might even have aerodynamics. <laughs> well, I don't know about that second one, but it definitely does have magic. Um, yep. Okay, so Gree the Writer asks... Um, how do you think the balancing of Mortal Empires will look? Are you worried about something like the Order Tide still being dramatic, or do you think um, it'll be something else? Yeah, if they fix the Order Tide, I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> I want the Tide. Dude, what is what is with these? Like, I I can't have you on the show if you're gonna say stuff like that. <laughs> Yo, the Vampire Tide was great. The Order Tide was great. Chaos beelining it towards me. And me frantically pre preparing for that. Dude, there's... CA, add, add it back in the game before I we, get cut we, from the we, show. We, yeah, we, uh, we, we were enjoying having Antisti on here, and now it's going to end oh, with man. us burning him at the stake. Oh, man. <laughs> Being no, a I fucking love heretic. It. Yeah, yo, losing my turn 20. That is, that I is how I first started Warhammer. Honest, honest to God. Honest to God. I wish there was a, a system that the game would like, I wish there was a secret, like a, a wheel the game would spin or a dice roll it would do where it picks what kind of tide you're going to end up facing in your campaign. And it's like, not whatever. It can't be your guys. So like, if you're not playing an order faction, you have a chance to get the order tied. 
If you're not playing Chaos, you have a chance to get the Chaos Tide. If you're not playing Undead, you have a chance to get the Undead Tide. And if you're not playing Greens or uh, Greenskins or Ogres, you have a chance to get like the Destro Tide. Because that would like that would be so hype. If like, oh, you're playing dwarfs, okay, maybe the undead are gonna get super powerful and all start allying each other and you gotta deal with undead everywhere. Or chaos comes sweeping down from the north and it's like all of the demons and the warriors and the Skaven and Norska just like, um, Cause that would just like uh, the wheel of tide. That is a terrible name, but yes. Like, I, I honestly think that would be a great mechanic to like really have you guessing as you're playing your campaign like who in the late camp campaign is going to turn out to be like a like a nightmarish opponent yeah they just have to not make it an event it has to be like tweaking the internal system. yeah yeah, that, yeah i i would because we know they can do that because we we've seen it um zerkovich is i think it was zerkovich did some really interesting videos on how the ai determines how factions are performing and there is literally a system where I think it's like the better a faction is doing, the better it gets at beating other AI factions. Um, but if the player like directly intervenes and starts hurting that faction, it starts lowering its percentage chance to beat the other AIs. Um, so like if there was a system like that where it just kind of very covertly picked one of them and just started like tweaking them to, so that they just start really starting to go crazy after like turn 100... Uh, that would be really fun and i think i think i think it would make the late game feel much more like you're dealing with some kind of apocalyptic threat as opposed to because i'm i'm not i'm not i'm just not a fan of the chaos invasion um that warhammer 2 had because it just it like because it was an event it 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 was a it was kind of an interruption and b it just didn't work (laughs) because they would just not like i if if I was not on one of those edges, I was like, okay, I just don't have to worry about this because I know the AI is going to kill it <laughs> before it gets down here. Yeah, you just enjoy the diplomacy buffs. Uh, well, okay, Apotep does have kind of a good point that it, it could be fun if it's just those all exist. Like, the game's just going to try and do them, but depending on your actions, like, you're just caught between these tides. Um, you know, that could also be fun. Mm-hmm. Um but the, the order tide definitely, I feel like the order tide needs to somehow be like split a little bit down some sort of dividing line. Uh, I don't know how you would be able to split it, but like, you know, maybe it need to be like new world versus old world or something. Um, yeah. Though, though there are enough bad guy races now with all the new ones that you could probably do something interesting with like bad guys versus good guys, so to speak. Um, okay, I think that's pretty much all of the questions. I will double check. Uh, Bullstorm, okay, I'm sure this, I don't know if this will be easy for you or hard. Bullstorm does want to know from Anticity, what is your favorite unit in the entirety of the Warhammer trilogy? Easy. Easy. Zombie, uh, zombie handguns. There you go. He he knew it. He knew it right away. Why? Why are why are zombie handguns like? (laughs) Yep, it's the cheapest cheapest gold for handgun value in the entire game. I'm pretty sure. So what? 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 Your most black powder for the least money. Boring practical answer. (laughs) I love I love my gunpowder units. Yeah. 
uh okay so um oh oh this is this is an interesting specific question so issue mayor asks intensity you were super hyped with slanesh before the release of warhammer 3 but now you aren't what happened <laughs> slanesh uh slanesh has a i love slanesh in campaign i mm. always i finish the slanesh campaign so we're not just gonna only play that yeah. in <laughs> in multiplayer slanesh gets abused so mm. hard yeah because the faction doesn't have like uh the tools to break certain play styles so um yeah well like when it comes to me in tournaments i'm super like in campaign i'm just like you know oh, this is fun i'll just do this lose an army whatever in multiplayer if it's not like super meta i just i cut it from the training <laughs> schedule <laughs> i'm brutal uh in in that fashion yeah it, it's just the kind of yeah. based <laughs> yeah. um all right and then uh the the okay i've got two last two last questions one serious one stupid meme we'll get in hammond i don't know why we let you in here dude like we really need to post a sign on the door that says no hammond's allowed um hammond asks if nagash was weak why if nagash is weak why okay now this this is a hard question for me i'm, I'm gonna be very judgmental yeah. from a lore perspective of what your answer is just, just oh I'm just okay warning good, you now. good. Yeah, my, my nagash lore is very very strong uh so <laughs> i'm going to say the fact the fact that nagash isn't in the game i think that is uh he basically doesn't exist to me he's not he's not he's obviously not an important lore character Oof. gorse gorse Oof. ranks higher than nagash oh my god in my in my tier list all right of, everyone uh, um thank you for coming to the stream i'm so sorry uh, we uh, we we should have we should have done a better job vetting this guest <laughs> before having him on i didn't mean to taint everything that lord beer stands for <laughs> with the stream beards and <laughs> um okay and then the last actual question was <laughs> Uh, it's Nico asks, what is your favorite lore of magic in the Warhammer trilogy and why? Lore of magic. Dang, there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones out there. I think I would say uh I mean the lore of the deeps lets you get more handgun or more zombie guns. Not handguns that's though. That's true. Well, no, it's lore of vampires. That's the that's Oh, the that's weird true. Part. That's true. It's yeah, yeah the lore yeah. of vampires uh, under <laughs> under the sea edition. Oh man, that that sort of that that was sort of a weird choice. If it was the other way, it would be deeps. But I think, I think I'm just a generic, just lore of fire guy. I'm I'm all about these generic, just, just sweet, today. sweet, sweet DPS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, uh, yeah, DPS, burning head, flame storm. It's that's pretty good. I'm thinking if there's another one that really, really tickles my fancy, but like yeah explosions that's me <laughs> there you go so 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 you'd say the lore of fire because of its its damage spells yeah in warhammer in warhammer 2 though in warhammer 3 actually a lot of the lores don't really uh then i'm then i'm not feeling it i don't know what about it but it uh hmm. i've seen yeah. um i think the lore that i've seen like which I actually haven't had much time to mess around with this lore because I haven't really played a campaign where I spend most of my time with it. It honestly, in my experience, seems like the lore of Yang has a lot of fans um, because of that. Like a lot, of, I see a lot of people spamming the hell out of the Dragon Breath 
spell. Yeah. Like it gets a lot of mileage. I think uh it's like it's like all right. I'm not gonna I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, gonna judge like, people that not, like the lore, but it, it's uh, <laughs> and Jesse's like, listen, I'm not gonna just point out how wrong everyone that's that, that you see doing that is. <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah. oh the lore uh, of Tempest Sag. <laughs> I think oh, the lore man. of the Tempest is great in campaign. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. I really like that that the the shooting buff. That one I love that spell in yeah. campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extra. <laughs> man, they need more explosions. This is why I'm looking forward to Croak. Lore of Lord Croak is uh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Three just explosion, bigger explosion, and biggest explosion. Best lore. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take more of that. Um uh oh yeah that that's a good point bullstorm bullstorm says he he thinks that uh probably one of the biggest damages to the uh magic in warhammer 3 is not being able to aim your vortex spells anymore or you can't like oh, choose yeah. what direction they go at the start which i thought they could still do that the uh, last time i was stream i was streaming and uh uh someone was like no anticity said you can't do that anymore and i was like oh <laughs> bummer yeah i'm surprised <laughs> that they took out that tech it seemed unnecessary. I feel like it, it, it might have been an unintentional thing, though. Yeah, but um, I, I honestly wish they would add it back because the thing was, that's how it worked in tabletop. Um, when, when you would play tabletop with a magical vortex, you would pick the direction it would go in at the start. It would go it would go away from the wizard. So like you would be like, all right, I know what direction it's going to go at first. And then after that initial move, then it would randomize. That way you would get like at least one good moment yeah. out of the cast <laughs> where you know okay. for a fact what it's going to do. And then it would just like ramage around. Oh, so it was tabletop accurate this whole time. And yeah, it. yeah. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to make some phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Lion 75 should CA make it possible to play multi. Oh, oh, mm, that's kind of an interesting question. I, I could see that maybe for a mode. He asks. Should CA make it possible to play multiplayer with units from different races? So like the mercenary system from multi, uh, uh, single player. Oh, I see. Uh, that would. Okay. I, that you, would be you, impossible to balance, but. Yeah. What would, what I imagine would happen. One of the units from the factions would be one of the strongest. You'd see it all the time and people would hate it. This is <laughs> I the, could, the common trend I see. Yeah, I could see that being fun in custom battles. Like yeah. to allow the mercenary system where it's like you can pick up to four units from any faction. Like that that yeah. could be stupid fun cheese. Um yeah. but should that be like an actual multiplayer? No. Nope, <laughs> yeah. nope, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. But like there were ogre tournaments in Warhammer 2, right? More yeah. Why does custom lobbies not have more customization? We'll, we'll right? never know. Yeah, they're just they're failing us. They're they're failing yeah. us. Like where the custom lobbies are there it's a lie. <laughs> they're not they're not custom at all. Yeah. Um uh where's Nathan? Uh Nathan's taking a break for a while, which is totally fine. And I I like th that's this isn't like real lore beards, which is why we're skip we we are skipping a lot of the typical segments. Um, because um, without Nathan, like, it, you know, it's just not, the, uh, I don't think it's the right thing to do. So uh, this is like a, this is like a tide you over until Lorepeard's returns to normal episode. It, 
it was either this or nothing so like pick your poison i don't care <laughs> you know if 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 uh i i think this it'll probably be kind of similar next week yes i know intensity doesn't have a beard i'm aware thank you <laughs> i don't you don't need to cut it listen it wasn't original the first time chat it's not, it's not original now okay um uh intensity is an elf Ooh, yikes that's that's rude <laughs> it's rude um uh all right so i think that's pretty much everything unless you there was anything you wanted to talk about or whatever no no i think we basically covered everything right we ranted about warhammer mm -hmm. uh we talked about we ranted about the ranting DLC. about warhammer yeah yes, great <laughs> uh yeah well you know i guess that was really the main that, that was that was the main thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then lots of dlc stuff yo because uh, i usually don't get to talk to people about future stuff because it always devolves into like yeah uh, yeah but the game sucks it's like let's yeah talk I, about cool stuff i am i am yeah. super super excited for the dlcs and i i i feel pretty confident we've probably got one coming down the chute here in an, another month or so and i'm i'm i am genuinely lose like oh, i really want to know what it is is it chaos dwarves is it hopefully not a lord pack <laughs> like what is it um like, if it's coming in a month that means teasers maybe two weeks yeah hopefully fingers crossed hopefully but is it dude if it was fish people i would lose my goddamn mind like i would have to retire i think yeah. i don't know or Gaines workshop would send someone to assassinate me because i figured it out <laughs> and i'm a prophet apparently but um uh in any event um before we go uh Antisti, is there anything you want to like plug anything you want people to check out like where can they find you what are you up to these days all that jazz I guess uh, right now I'm playing a lot of multiplayer. Check out the the training gym uh, channel. I sent it to to Sotek. He'll he'll show it one way or another. Um, yes. That's like my main multiplayer time sync now. And then uh, and then I have uh, and then I have a YouTube channel. It's like small clips and stuff. <laughs> if you want to learn random stuff about the game, uh, that that is that is the place to go. Um, but like it's sort of weird because I think some people have seen that without knowing it's me because they just like see the thing and they watch for 30 seconds but like they're not committed to the channel but if you haven't heard of it yet uh yeah, yeah and i just i did that. just post the link in chat so anybody that's like oh that sounds kind of awesome you can immediately join up and i will make sure that's posted in relevant places Lots of content, but also the streams i'm streaming campaign now so yes and you stream on youtube correct yeah youtube weekdays it's knoblars only it's great oh my god <laughs> are you are you at least like using the unbreakable knoblars yet. oh bummer <laughs> That's a, that trade is so good it's Yo, I so lost, strong i lost the quest battle twice <laughs> the first greece's quest battle because i didn't hard. have ap dude the, yeah. que the quest battles in warhammer 3 are actually most of them are very difficult compared to prior games oh yeah um uh okay so uh yeah chat make sure to join that discord channel if you'd like and also be sure to check out intensity on youtube make sure to subscribe to them support them all that jazz i know i would really appreciate it um we will be back next week um if nathan is not here we may do a story time 
um if i depending if i can find a special guest then we'll have a special guest on we'll do something aimed around whatever they're good at um if if not uh then maybe i will will literally just do a story time and i'll just read a bunch of lore stories because i don't know that sounds stupid and fun i don't know um so thank you all so much for joining us uh just a reminder this is not technically an episode of lore beers just think of it as like a off season you know like when you're watching a show and like they go on hiatus but they bring on like the cast to just do random stupid crap while you're waiting for the show to come back this was one of those <laughs> so <laughs> anyway um uh thank you all so much for watching and we'll uh see you next time